This is KBOX Heart of the Arts podcast. I'm Greg Kostraba. The Phoenix Chamber Music Society presents its Festival 15 from March 2nd through the 8th at various locations throughout the valley. David Schifrin has been the artistic director of all 15 festivals, and he's on the phone from Connecticut. Welcome. Well, thank you very much. Looking forward to it. How did you first become acquainted with the Phoenix Chamber Music Society and then decide to curate their annual festival? Well, it happened rather organically. I had been coming to Phoenix to play on the Phoenix Chamber Music Society series with a couple of different groups over the years, and I had taken up golf. Janet Green, the executive director of the Phoenix Chamber Music Society, is a lifelong golfer. She and the president of the board at that time was a wonderful man named Neil Berger. We went out and played golf the day after a concert that I played there. And I just pointed out that it's such a great, loyal audience for chamber music. And wouldn't you like to have an event in in the middle of each season in, in the winter where you, being the Phoenix Chamber Music Society, might be able to present a number of concerts in the repertory company format rather than just single touring groups, single concerts, and have a chance to musically explore the city of Phoenix and and the surrounding areas and do a wide variety of repertoire. And they said, well, we could try it. (laughs) And I said, okay, I will volunteer to put together some players for the first season. We started out with, I think, maybe three concerts, half a dozen musicians, mixing and matching in different groups. I think it was the Kavafian Sisters and Steve Tenenbaum and Peter Wiley and Anne-Marie McDermott and me. And we mixed it up with piano quintets and clarinet quintets and trios and duos. And and it seemed to, no pun intended, it seemed to strike a chord with the audience and the festival supporters. And so we've experimented over the years in doing different kinds of things, pairing the the music with locations, having a windy night in the botanical gardens with winds playing in a semi-open pavilion in the botanical garden, playing at uh, Taliesin West several seasons, concerts in various auditoriums and interesting locations, including the homes of some of our supporters in true chamber music fashion. And here it is 15 years later, and uh, we, we have quite a varied program. Yes, you do. And a lot of programs, too. Seven concerts in seven days. That seems like an awful lot to coordinate. It is a big endeavor. And Janet Green, as the executive director and her entire staff, and Graham Steele Johnson, who is my fellow clarinetist and former student, and is now the artistic administrator who helps tremendously with the organizing, with the programs that I would like to put on. He helps communicate with all of the musicians and the office. We have a lot of help. It's become quite the undertaking. There are dozens of people who contribute in various ways to make this happen. There's so many rewards, including being able to play repertoire that doesn't get played often enough and dusting off some of our absolute repertoire favorites and giving them a real chance to shine with some of the most wonderful musicians. 
It's interesting to me that you, even from the very beginning, were looking at not just having this in one location, but at ASU and uh, churches and the Desert Botanical Garden even. That tells me that live music can and should really be available everywhere. Very good observation. Uh, I completely agree. And I think that chamber music is the ideal medium to set an example for that because it's of all the performing arts, uh, I think it's the most flexible, portable, adaptable. We don't necessarily need theater lighting or sets or to have an enormous proscenium and, and a giant auditorium. We can scale the program to the space that we're playing it in. Many of the great composers throughout the centuries wrote far more music of that nature for small groups than than large symphonies or, or operas. Right. And you mentioned the structure of having a repertory company, so kind of the same musicians every year. But this year you have the wind quintet known as WindSync playing multiple concerts on this. Is this a new thing to have kind of an ensemble in residence, or has this been going on for a while too? What I like to do is feature an ensemble playing some of their repertoire, but integrate the players of that ensemble into other groups with repertory company members. They are making their debut at the Phoenix Chamber Music Society and presenting another aspect of the festival and the mission of the Phoenix Chamber Music Society, which is to present new works. And they're premiering a couple of wonderful pieces for their quintet, in addition to pairing up with some of the other artists on the roster, most notably early on with John Kimura Parker, and they'll be playing a, a Mozart quintet for Piano and Winds with, with, with Jackie Parker, as well as a chamber version of, of Rhapsody in Blue. They'll be pairing with some of our festival veterans in a serenade of Mozart, a wind serenade. Three members of WindSync will be joined by three faculty members of the Yale School of Music. And of course, that's where I met Graham. And when we get to the season finale, we're really featuring a different side of Graham Steele Johnson when we perform the Charles Martin Leffler Octet for the unusual combination, repertory company style of two clarinets, harp, two violins, viola, cello, and double bass. And that's a work that Graham based his uh, doctoral thesis on and found this piece that is really quite an ambitious and well-received piece from over 100 years ago that hadn't had a performance throughout the 20th and 21st century and spent a year reconstructing it and editing it and getting it performance ready. And so the Western U.S. premiere will be on, on our series and Graham will be the only uh, member of WindSync joining some of the real festival veterans. In fact, Ani Kavafian, Ida Kavafian, Steve Tenenbaum, and Peter Wiley and I are all veterans of the very first festival 15 years ago. And uh, Tim Cobb, who is the principal double bass player of the New York Philharmonic and an old friend of ours, coming to the festival for the first time. And Bridget Kibbe, who is probably the most dynamic young harp soloist around these days, playing in this piece, which 
definitely features harp very, very strongly. So the shorter answer to your question was that sometimes we do feature a group playing their own repertoire, but in the festival format, we also integrate them into larger collaborative efforts with the repertory company. Yeah, and I'm sure that's something they appreciate as well. I know I've, wind sync. I know has played with orchestras and obviously a lot of wind quintet repertoire, but it must be fun for them to be able to kind of expand from their core mission and be able to play with other musicians and other types of chamber music. I think it, it's good for everyone. It's good for the audience to hear these musicians in different settings. It serves the composers to have such wonderful musicians play their music. And it's really good for the, the growth and development of serious musicians to have different contexts for their performance. I would also mention that we do bring different groups along with individuals, as well as working with other institutions. And we will, for the third time, be featuring a group from the Curtis Institute of Music. The Curtis Institute has a touring program that has a very strong mentoring component where faculty members and alumni perform along with current students. And we will be doing that once again this year with three faculty members from Curtis and then distinguished alumni like um, Milena Pajaro van der Stadt and Benjamin Bielman. Things like the touring program really does bridge the gap between the student artist and the professional touring artist. And we're really proud that the Phoenix Chamber Music Society can partner in that way. Sounds like a remarkable week of performances. David Schifrin, Artistic Director of Festival 15, presented by the Phoenix Chamber Music Society, March 2nd through 8th at venues throughout the Valley. Thanks for spending some time with us. Thank you very much for the conversation. For KBOX Heart of the Arts podcast, I'm Greg Kustraba.